courses at Phoenix College. They offer classes that fit my schedule, whether on campus or online. The instructors at Phoenix College are great, and the tuition is affordable. With the money I save, I can even afford to put gas in my car. The best part, the classes are smaller, and I get one-on-one -on -one time with my instructors. And when I'm ready, my credits will transfer to a university. Phoenix College. Go far. Close to home. Welcome to the Phoenix College Athletic Podcast. This is Coach Cameron. I'll be your host for the very first episode. And today, Jonathan Brzezins, our athletic director, joins us. How are you doing, Jonathan? I'm well, Coach. Thank you for having me. No problem. So this is uh, new to us. We're going to be trying to do a podcast each week. And uh, you're episode one. How do you feel about Perfect. that? Perfect. You, you must. Really be. excited. I, I, I'm a big fan of being number one. Oh well, you're number one right now. So, um, it, before we get talking about everything Phoenix College, how are you doing uh, during these times, or how are you keeping your sanity, working from home, and all that? How are you doing? You know, juggling the uh, the home life. Two little kids at home. Um, wife's at home full time now as well. So it definitely gets a little interesting. But uh, I've been doing a lot of walking, a lot of conference calls on the phone. So trying to get out of the house while still uh, giving the kids education at home. The new normal right now. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I am doing something different. I'm, I actually signed up for the Michael Matos Be Better Fit Challenge. It's a it's a closed group on Facebook. And uh, I don't know, there's like eight of us, I think. And we just post our the Michael Matos workout and we kind of modify it to our needs. But uh, that's when did what, that start? I don't know. Uh, we're on day five. See, Michael Matos might be a cheater here. I challenged him on Tuesday or Wednesday this week to see you can get the most steps in every single day. Oh, I think so it, we, <laughs> we might have to call Michael Matos out about well, this situation. Uh, that's all you, you can, you can make that call. Uh, I just, I saw on Facebook, so I joined and yeah. So anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Jonathan Berzin. So jo Jonathan, uh, just real quick, um, just go over, going over your kind of past and your uh, bio. I know that you graduated from Arizona State University with a bachelor's and got a master's in education in sports management and leadership from North Central University. And you ended up coaching at Chandler Community College, both on the men's and women's side. And you're also a lead academic advisor at Chandler Gilbert, correct? Yeah, so I did uh, men's and women's soccer from 2004 to 2017. Uh, Chandler Gilbert, I also did academic advising, mowed the field, uh, ran study hall, grade check system, a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, and I, I know from just competing from with you or against you, uh, you had a, a ton of success on the men's side and a lot of success on the women's side. So tell us a little bit about uh, how you did uh, coach balancing two programs and how much success did you have? You know, balancing two programs was definitely challenging, you know, transitioning from one practice to another, uh, you know, but all of our success was about building a program as a whole, you know, and setting expectations from day one. You know, I had a fantastic, consistent staff the entire time I was there. Um, I had two coaches that were there my entire tenure. So it's pretty exciting to, to have that continuity there. You know, once you kind of have a program and expectations in place, 
uh, kind of really moves forward. You know, when you bring the right kids in and, and do the right things with the holistic approach, making sure you're helping them on and off the field be successful, uh, you know, the program really grows. And so you, you actually transitioned, I mean, nearly 13 years uh, at Chandler Community College coaching and doing some administrative duties. But you tra- you went from a full-time athletic specialist slash coach to more of an administrator. So talk about your transition from being going from athletic specialist to transitioning to compliance at Fort Lewis College. You know, that transition for me is, you know, I was so excited about the impact that I was able to make every day with just two programs, men's women's soccer, you know, and it really made me think, and, you know, I'd really like to make a larger impact. You know, how do I impact more than just two sports? You know, and to me, that next step was getting into administration, you know, so I had the opportunity to move up to Fort Lewis and, and be the director of compliance up there in the athletic department and really uh, impact all the sports they had up there, which is pretty exciting. So you're now our athletic director here. You're, you're, about to in june you'll be a year right well july june uh, june 10th june 10th is that okay so june 10th will be a year and of course it's been a, a goofy year but um what why phoenix college what why did you accept a job as an athletic director here at phoenix college you know to me it was a no-brainer you know working in maricopa anytime you have the opportunity to work at the flagship program um, it's a super exciting opportunity. You know, one of the biggest parts that stood out to me was, was the coaching staff. Uh, anytime you have the long tenure coaches like you have at Phoenix College, you know, that means that program's doing something right. Um, you know, so I was just super excited to, to get on board and work with all the coaches that have done such an excellent job over the last decade plus. Yeah, and it, you know, being I'm nearly almost 20 years at Phoenix College, and we do have a lot of amenities and, and a lot of support with our administrators and, and so many awesome uh, faculty and staff that really embrace our program. Speaking of that, um, so I know that's kind of, it's been a year. So how's your involvement and, or what have you seen about the SAS program we run? Um, tell me your thoughts on, on SAS. You know, I really like the SAS program. You know, I haven't seen anything like it before. Uh, especially at the community college level, you know, when you have faculty and other members, staff members on campus willing to be so involved uh, within athletic programs and just giving additional mentorship uh, beyond the field, you know, it's just giving that extra support to student athletes. You don't get to see every day. And the dedication our staff's mentors give to our student athletes is second to none. Um, it's just such a fantastic level for PC athletics and PC community, you know, I can't say enough good things about what they do for our program. So I, I love the SAS program and, and I liked the SAS program mainly because of the people involved. I mean, Fred Amador is one of my, my favorite people, obviously, uh, uh, Dimitri and Eric Berg, you know, the, these, uh, these people I work with intimately and they're the ones that really make the SAS mentor uh, program really works. So that's, that's what I see out of it. But, uh, far as helping student athletes and, and, you know, going through this crisis we're in right now, and we're trying to get out of it. Uh, how are we helping student athletes today during this crisis? You know, we, we are helping because our coaches are first rate, you know, they are on the front line helping student athletes transition from in-person classes to online classes. So given every ounce of support they need, learning how to transition to getting study support, uh, still figuring out financial aid, figuring out how to enroll in, in fall 
and summer school classes if needed. Um, you know, and that's just a face one-on-one -on -one time our coaching staff's putting in. Um, and they're actually getting almost probably almost more attention now than we did in class because it's just such a transition time for us. You know, all that credit goes to our staff. Yeah, I, I know our coaches are just working so hard, making so many phone calls and, and trying to really help each one individually during this time. And we're having a lot of success, especially with the support that we have you know, with the community as well, with the St. Mary's Food Bank and, and the Faculty Association Scholarship Program and, and financial aid's been amazing, being able to ensure our kids are still being taken care of, or like our work study and whatnot, still be able to, you know, find income uh, with the work study program that we have. So, uh, yeah, we, we do a lot of things for um, our student athletes. But now we got new student athletes coming in. Um, have you... Uh, you know, through our uh, weekly meetings, uh, what have we been discussing about? How can we help the incoming freshmen coming to Phoenix College this upcoming year? Well, a lot of it's starting to prep now, you know, figuring out still we don't know what the future holds right now. So it's just figuring out uh, what that's going to potentially look like and how we can still give them this, the same support we're giving current student athletes. Uh, so still helping them through the process of applying for financial aid. You know, we have two great people that really help us with academic advising, uh, Jimmy and Jen Nez, um, you know, and just getting them in contact with them, their communication and support that they give both our incoming and current student athletes are second to none. You know, we're just very fortunate to have individuals like that within our program. Uh, but still being able to, to help out transition uh, with financial aid, getting letters of intent signed, figuring out how to do physicals, the whole nine yards uh, is, is still the task in front of us. But our coach is doing a great job communicating that with incoming freshmen. So you have a new hire. So I was fortunate enough to be on the hiring committee with you as uh, we hired a new coach, Dempster Jackson. So can you tell a little bit about who's Dempster Jackson and what program is he starting up for us this fall? Absolutely. So we're excited that we're bringing men's and women's cross country back to Phoenix College. Uh, Dempster Jackson uh, was announced as our head coach right about a month ago right now for both programs. We're super excited about him. He's actually started a couple high school programs. I uh, was at Northwest Christian track and field as well, has won some state championships, has been coach of the year multiple times uh, at several different levels. So his enthusiasm and passion for cross country speaks for itself, you know, and, and what he's already done in literally five weeks as a head coach is unbelievable. He's already got six student athletes committed, um, you know, which in a program where it usually only carries about 20 student athletes, they already have six, five weeks into the inception of the program is fantastic. And that's just a, a tribute to what he does and what he's going to bring to the table. Yeah, I really, I really like Dempster Jackson. I am impressed not only from just how he interviewed, but um, as just how the, the conversations I've had with him, he's very intelligent and he knows exactly what, what he's going to do. Very organized. He's going to, he's going to get, uh, men's and women's cross country uh, up there nationally uh, within his tenure. There's no doubt in my mind. So, Jonathan, um, you're, during your first year here at Phoenix College, what, what's impressed you the most um, with our athletic program? Uh, and just how united as a family we are. You know, it's kind of one of those things, you, you know, coming into a new situation, you don't know uh, what the staff's going to look like or anything like that. And you, I came in and I'm just blown away with the knowledge uh, that our department has across the board about not only taking care of student athletes, but taking care of each other, you know, looking out for each other's backs and really doing what's in the best interest of our student athletes. 
And that's just such a fantastic thing to see. That's not something you can really teach. You know, that means you have the right people in place. Yeah. And, and being here for 20 years, working with so many different coaches and whatnot today is different than it, than it has been in the past. Um, I like this group of coaches. I love how the, we communicate with one another. It is a special group of people, and I hope it stays consistent that way. And, and adding Dempster Jackson to the program is only can just uh, help things. So, um, last thing, let's let's talk briefly about um, uh, softball. And we'll, we'll, obviously, with this podcast, we'll talk to Coach Hines and some of their players and whatnot. But uh, so softball, number one in the country. What were they? Twenty six and zero. 25 and 0 school record. Yeah, school record which is shocking for you know coach Hines has won I think eight national titles and nine overall with Phoenix College but um to have that kind of start with that program and then have it come to an end is 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 sad and heartbreaking but uh I think there's things in place that allow them to um have that season back through different um changes in the NJCAA and the NCAA. Can you expand about that? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely heartbreaking to see both uh, that softball season and baseball season end this year, you know, especially with the run that that softball's on. I mean, 25 and old school record, uh, just a fantastic group of young ladies. Um, you know, it's it, it's definitely sad, um, but, you know, silver lining would be NJCA's made the right decision, is going to allow that season of eligibility not to count, allowing um, – our program to return as many of those young ladies as would like, you know, and I coach, I believe coach Hines is projecting nine of our 11 current sophomores to return next year. So nine of the girls that were 25 and 0, not including the freshmen will be returning. Um, you know, so again, he's going to, he's going to strike again and, and be able to bring that group back and they're going to be even hungrier than they were this year at 25 and 0 to make sure they have again, unfinished business from the previous year of finishing national runner up. Well, they're the only undefeated team in the country, so that's a, a positive. So they did not lose, and that's the first time in Coaches Hines' career as well to have a perfect season, which he did at no fault of his own. So, um, Jonathan, it, it was a, a pleasure uh, having you as our first podcast within the athletic department at Phoenix College. I appreciate you for coming on on short notice, and uh, I'm excited about um, watching this podcast grow. So, no, Coach A, I appreciate your passion, everything you do for not only men's soccer, but Phoenix College athletics and, and campus as a whole. And this is just another attribute to what you're doing. I am truly appreciate it and looking forward to continue working with you. Likewise, I appreciate it. So this is uh, episode one with the Phoenix College Athletic Podcast. Jonathan Berzins, our athletic director, on his first year with Phoenix College, is doing an outstanding job uh, for us. And he'll be here for... Hopefully many more years, and this will close the Phoenix College Athletic Podcast, Episode 1. With a 100-year history, Phoenix College is the flagship of the Maricopa Community College District. It was a simple beginning with only a handful of classes in the early 1920s. We now boast a beautiful historic campus that blends modern and cutting-edge instructional classrooms with the historic feel and green campus reminiscent of the East Coast. 
Phoenix College thrives in the heart of Central Phoenix and serves the multicultural community of both full-time and part-time students, as well as serving non-traditional populations. Carol Hernandez was nervous on her first day at Phoenix College. There were older people, there was uh, another mom. I wasn't as nervous. Watching people expand the knowledge and me giving them that expansion is great. The student body represents over 100 different countries and students speak over 50 languages. The highly qualified faculty is dedicated to providing students with a life-changing experience. Phoenix College connects students to the workforce by preparing them for professional careers in nursing, dental hygiene, criminal justice, information technology, and many other in-demand fields. I was transitioning out of the military back into civilian life. I didn't know anyone. I found out that some of my high school friends came here, so it was really great to see them again. With transfer partnerships with Arizona State University, Northern Arizona University, and University of Arizona, students earn their associate's degree at Phoenix College, then transfer credits to complete their bachelor's degree. After my associate degree uh, here at Phoenix College, I will go to the University of Arizona for a Bachelor in Physiology. More than $2 million in scholarships have been awarded. Thank you to uh, all the scholarships. I've been able to complete uh, my classes and pay for my studies. I chose Phoenix College because I'm very comfortable here. I've been here since high school through the Hoopa Learning Program. Campus life is exciting with sports programs for both men and women, as well as more than 30 clubs. The Department of Fine and Performing Arts has music, theater, and the visual arts, and of course theater and film classes. It's important to me to feel that aha moment that a student has. That's why I teach theater. The Computer Information Systems program provides training in technologies used in today's IT industry. These classes are for new students as well as IT professionals who want to update their skills. The fields of dental assisting and dental hygiene provide many new jobs. Students can earn their credentials in about two years. There is no better school than Phoenix College. I wouldn't have chosen any other college.